0: friend. I'm Rye Myers, your Broadway and entertainment BFF. And thank you so much for listening to Live with Rye, the podcast. After launching Live with Rye in the fall of 2020 as a digital live stream talk show on YouTube and in the height of the pandemic, and after literally almost everyone calling my digital talk show your podcast, I figured it was finally time to put these episodes in podcast form. So here you go. These episodes, which you will listen to, are from over the last two years, starting from fall 2020 through the beginning of 2022, so some of these episodes may focus on topics and events that have already occurred. Consider it your official Throwback Thursday podcast, if you will. But, my dear friend, that's not all. Stay tuned for exclusive new weekly interviews with some of the best and brightest names in the Broadway, pop culture, and entertainment business, because I am your Broadway and entertainment BFF, after all, and I have interviewed some of the biggest names in show business from Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and Tony Award winners, so you definitely will want to stay tuned to see who I have next. I hope you get value out of this podcast, and so, as they all say before every podcast episode, please subscribe to this podcast on Apple Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts, and make sure to leave a rating and review. But I ask that you please leave a kind review and rating. And listen, if you didn't like an episode, the world does not need more of your negativity. So just don't leave a review then. Anyway, enjoy the podcast and let me know who you'd like to hear. XOXO, Ryan Myers, talk show host, producer, and your Broadway and entertainment BFF. Enjoy the episode. Let's welcome our very special guest. I am so excited to talk to this person. He is an actor, a singer, a writer, and all around just a genuine guy. Please help me welcome Drew Seeley. Hey, Drew. Wow, quite the intro. What's up, Rye? How are hey. you? Well, it's true. It's very true. So great to see you. Thank you again for doing this. Of course. Yeah. No, I'm happy to talk to you guys. Yeah. So- well, um done. Yeah, so let's sort of take me back to the beginning. How did you get into acting? You know, you started kind of young. How did you first get into the acting and performing scene?
1: Uh, when, when I was really like 10 or 11, honestly, um, my my mom got my sister and I into uh, singing and dancing and then took me to a um, a general cattle call one day for Showboat, uh, the pre-Broadway production that was uh, going in North York, Ontario at the time. So anyway, I got cast as one of... I think eight or nine kids in the ensemble. And uh, I did the show for a year and fell in love with being on stage and being around that environment. And uh, I really haven't looked back
0: since. That's all I've ever wanted to do since. Wow. that's awesome and if i recall i was going through uh some interviews you you were in a boy band growing up when you uh, i was
1: yeah in high school i lived in orlando and uh that was the thing you did if you were a boy who could sing uh so i had my blonde frosted tips and i was that guy and uh it was fun we were called new ground we released an independent album and we did like a little tour of the southeast um we were even on that um, guiding light soap opera. That uh, yes, was such a big thing. We had a little three episode arc on there. Uh, yeah, so it was a yeah a good a good um, time in my life. <laughs>
0: that's, yeah, that's that's and, and Orlando too. Yeah. Isn't that where uh, isn't that InSync and they kind of start down there too? So. Exactly.
1: Yeah, InSync and Backstreet Boys and you know, wow. the whole Transcon uh, you know thing. We weren't with that label, but right, um, you know. It was, it was fun. We played some shows with O-Town and all those, all, all those groups at groups at house of blues. When that was a, a thing, teen nights. No,
0: talk about throwback. Yeah. O-Town. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. That is really good. I found that. I was like, I did not know he was in a boy band. How cool.
1: Uh, he's a theater guy now too. Uh, Ashley Parker. I, Angel, yes, right? Parker. So we all find our way to, uh, <laughs> to the all theater.
0: Great the stage. And, uh, and I mean, Lance Bass too of Sync. He's a, uh, so many. So, so many have found their way to the stage.
1: skills, uh, you know, can transfer, you know, exactly. harmony, harmonies being on stage, you know, yeah,
0: you know. it's, it's good. It's good. It prepares you for uh, for the live stage for
1: Broadway. Right. They should have a boy band course in every theater program in the in the country. You know, hey,
0: I agree. <laughs> boy I, agree. Band training. <laughs> I like that idea. So how have you been holding up over these last 11 months during quarantine? Um, you know, how how are you doing and have you been working at all during this time?
1: Yeah, uh, I've been. Well, I write music too, so I've been. I've been focusing more on that because I have a little recording set up in my backyard uh, at home. So I've uh, just been. Creating and writing and pitching songs for shows and, and this and that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I shot a movie earlier this year called My Boss's Wedding. That's going to be out uh, hopefully in the next couple of months. And right now I'm actually in Hamilton, Ontario, uh, about to start another Christmas film.
0: So more on that soon, but uh, it should be fun. Yeah. Nice. And I was saying to Drew earlier, I was like a Christmas film already filming in February, but apparently they never stop. So.
1: Year round. Christmas <laughs> in July. Yeah. Uh,
0: what uh, the first movie you mentioned, my boss's uh, daughter, right? Where can uh, my where, boss's wedding? My boss's wedding. Where can we find that? Do you know where it will be released? I don't know.
1: I don't know yet. Uh, okay. I think it's oh, wow. it may come out in Canada first. I'm not I'm not entirely sure. We shot it up here as well. Nice. But uh, yeah, it's a it's a fun rom-com. Um, I don't want to give anything away, but
0: of course not watch. (laughs) I I look forward to it. What kind of writing have you been doing? Are you working on an album and what, what sort of inspires you when you write?
1: Yeah. Um, a little bit of everything. Um, I signed with a publishing uh, a co-publishing deal recently and I've been pitching for a lot of kids shows. Um, just, you know, anything from like animated content for four year olds to, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm still writing a little bit of everything. Um, I wrote a hip hop song yesterday. Wow! <laughs> I, I, write, I write right to the verge of what I can pull off. Right. Then I then I, you know, leave it to the yeah. person. But uh, yeah, I, it, it keeps me fresh.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> have you found that you've had more inspiration, sort of, this time during quarantine? I feel like there's been a lot of art being created during this time. Or have you found your creative juices flowing more? Or
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm just I'm at, I'm at home more, so yeah. there's a little bit more more time to to focus on that i'm also a dad now so I'm, yes, you me a little less time to focus on that but somehow i've
0: managed to to keep the creative juices flowing while being uh, present <laughs> oh that's great that's yeah. good you mentioned writing i also didn't realize that you were uh you were one of the co-writers on um the song i think it was six time platinum uh, get your head in the game from high school musical yep that's yep.
1: That was a cool moment for me. I got to bring my bring my parents to the uh, the Emmy Awards. we mm-hmm. were nominated for uh, best original song that year. Didn't win, but uh, it was you know it was a real thrill. I was still working at PF Chang's as a, a rice scooper when the movie came out. So, oh my I had a, uh, <laughs> a shot in the arm that I needed.
0: Yeah, that must have yeah. propelled you. Uh, did you? Was that your sort of first big writing? Um, uh, I don't want to say break, but big writing sort of deal. That yeah.
1: yeah, I mean, I, I wrote a lot of the songs with that boy band that I was in that you mentioned, right. um, and I, you know, I've been in, I was in, you know, other bands in high school and and wrote for that. But yeah, it was the first commercially successful song, I guess, that I had, and then nice. um, yeah, I've, I've I've had a chance to write a lot of stuff for Disney and and yeah. beyond since then, and released a few albums, and yeah.
0: Yeah, you're great. one of the uh, you're you're one of the Disney royalty in a sense of you're one of those people who are known in the Disney sort of channel atmosphere. Well, <laughs> there's like the you Ashley Tisdale's, the Zach Efron's, the all the people around those times that were also sort of coming up together, shall we say? we the real sweet spot of uh, a lot of like great musical content that
1: kind of came out in a like in a uh, accelerated time period there. And uh, I you know I was in the right place at the right time and. Mm-hmm. You know, grateful that I had a chance to to get to know those guys and um, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, and then that also led to you then going out on the the tour of uh, High School Musical. They did the concert right after. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. And so yeah. you were on the tour, right?
1: Yeah, we went to um, we went to South America, ended uh, f- and played in arenas or um, like soccer stadiums. And then oh my gosh! Date U.S. tour that a lot of people still tell me. Oh, I came to see you when I was. Six and now I'm twenty something. Oh, you know, like, uh, uh, but yeah, it was a it was really fun to be able to step into um, Zach's shoes for the tour. Yeah, um, and sing all those songs in uh, in front of audiences. You know, it's a,
0: it's such a such a great show, and, uh, and I was lucky to be part of it. And you did it for both, right? High School Musical One and Two. They both did a tour for right, or was it just? I didn't for the first one.
1: I was only involved uh, in a way in the
0: okay that yeah that's that's cool where was your favorite place that you um went on tour like was there a favorite stadium or you enjoyed
1: yeah i mean uh buenos aires uh was 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 pretty nutty it was about sixty thousand people and uh oh my gosh um chile i mean like all the south american cities were you know wow just because i'd never been to any of those places and it was right a whirlwind you know yeah Um, but yeah, it was it was all it was all great. It's all fun.
0: And I've understood that the fan bases – i mean, the fan base in the United States is huge, just in general. But I've understood fan bases in other countries are sort of out of this world. I mean, South America, I know Japan, yeah. Europe. Uh, fan bases in other countries, I know, are. Um, it was cool
1: because they knew all the lyrics to all the songs. You know, even if they didn't necessarily speak English, like they right. sang along and were right there with us. Uh, it was really, it was really. Eye opening to see it was really cool. I was also um uh when I was in Jersey Boys, uh mm-hmm. played in Tokyo for uh for a couple of weeks, um in a Broadway sized giant theater, but on the fourteenth level of a high-rise building, which was mm-hmm. kind of a trip in itself. Wow. But uh yeah they they absorbed it in a whole different way but enjoyed it as well you know it was very you know polite and quiet the whole time and then uh you know for our for our bows at the end you know we had standing ovation after standing ovation so uh entertainment and music and dance and you know joy speaks to every culture i think Mm -hmm. Uh, and it's i've been lucky that i've had a chance to uh, have have my work take me around the world so
0: Amazing. That is really, really special. So one of these things that has happened, you know, during quarantine, I guess has been a great help for artists is the Broadway plus has sort of gone virtual and they've been doing a lot of workshops and offering a lot of courses. You're on Broadway plus and would love to talk a little bit about um, what you do on there, what you offer, where people can learn. I understand you just also did a workshop as well. I
1: do. I do uh, one-on-ones. I mean, I, I'm not, the way that I, the way that I teach is not, I'm not a teacher, I guess, but I am someone that's been around and been doing this for a long time. So I feel like I'm, I'm great for audition coaching for, you know, um, vocal, you know, suggestions and notes and everything. I love giving feedback on some, something that someone is working with and, and wants help with. Um, I've also done a couple of, uh, classes with different, uh, theaters and different groups, uh, especially when they're putting on shows that I've been a part of, like I just did one, um, when the school was doing *The little mermaid and I, uh, played Prince Eric on Broadway in 2010. Uh, so that was a lot of fun to sort of, um, see what they were doing and, and, you know, jump in how, however I could help them, uh, with Mm -hmm. that. So, yeah, I I love connecting with people virtually, and this is a great way that um, you know, you guys can bring the theater and theater folks, uh, to, to anybody who has a computer really. Yeah. <laughs> this didn't exist you know 15 <laughs> years ago. So it's, uh, it's, it's fun. And I've, I've really enjoyed doing it. So hope to do a lot more of those.
0: Wow. That's great. And you can, you know, learn more, um, and see what, what drew offers at broadwayplus.com slash Drew Seely. Uh, what have you learned about yourself when you do these master classes, these one-on-ones, these coachings, have you learned stuff about yourself as a, performer that you didn't know uh
1: just i i learned that i just sometimes i see see these kids that are so nervous to work with me like i'm you know on a pedestal of some sort and and it makes me laugh because i i still you know i still have have the same struggles as um any actor just hoping for the next job and and uh you know doing what i can and you know i have many disappointments still in my life you know but um you know there's people that i looked up to in the same way yeah you know, when i was their age so um you know i just want everybody to know that um it's an equal playing field for anybody that's passionate about being serious about being in the arts you know and uh you know so i try to be very uh uh Just personable and normal and a regular guy like uh, and and make people feel comfortable and uh, and encourage them because uh, there's there's so much talent up and coming out there that uh, it's it's mind blowing and also a little worrying because Papa still has got to (laughs) work. (laughs) So,
0: yes, he does. Yes, he does. But I think it's also encouraging and inspiring that you are taking
1: yeah, I love see. I just love seeing ex- people excited about what they're doing and, and everybody coming up. And there's just so much talent out there. So uh, I get as much out of Broadway Plus as, as hopefully they do I just by being exposed
0: to, you know, um, the passion that's out there. Yeah. And Broadway Plus has done so much. Again, broadwayplus.com slash Drew So that's super exciting. And it's great that you are, you know, inspiring younger generations. And we need that. You know, there are, you know, because, Performers, performers could easily just say, Oh no, you know, I'm not interested. I'm not going to help. And so it's, I always love when performers take their, their skill and, you know, help others with it. So.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, a. yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. No, I agree. Uh, yeah, uh, I feel like I'm, I'm in a very, I, I'm, I'm very, very, very fortunate to have a career doing this. Mm-hmm. So the very least I can do is um, mentor and and give back to others that think they might want to do the same thing because there were people that did that for me. So,
0: yeah. yeah. So one of the things I wanted to mention was I saw that you had posted about the um, Heroes Builder Ball. Uh, you and your wife had posted a little thing yeah. about it. Yeah, Could yeah. you tell me a little bit about what the Heroes Builder Ball uh, – sorry, the Heart for Heroes Builders Ball is? I think I have that right.
1: Yeah, it's an organization that Amy and i Amy's my wife—got uh, involved with a few years ago called Homes for Families,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and um, they are—they build communities um, for veterans uh, and their families oh. uh, that are more um, more affordable to get into, and uh, and they have assistance programs like in the communities as well for different things like you know ptsd and and different things that they might be dealing with um financial literacy help, like all all the things that somebody coming back from you know being in afghanistan for 10 years Mm -hmm. might not have access to um is there for them um and they're building a number of these communities so uh amy and i went and just helped literally like Hammer some houses together, uh, help help do some building uh, up in the San Clarita, Clarita Valley, but they do a builders ball every year to raise funds to continue their mission and continue building more homes for these veterans. So, yeah, that's what that is. I thought it's it was really a really cool, cool. cause. That's
0: it is behind. Yeah, hearts. It's hearts for heroes. Excuse me, I was uh, but yeah, it's very. Yeah. Special. I think it's something important that to get behind. So you were in, if I recall, you were in. You were in the final. Um, Production of Jersey Boys. You were in the closing cast of Jersey Boys. What was was it like to be in a show um, that popular, that special? And, you know, you've performed throughout your whole life, but what is it like to step out on that Broadway stage? You get ready, the lights go down, you know, you get ready to step on stage. What is it like, you know, do you get nervous still?
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I get nervous all the time. Um, <laughs> that doesn't ever really go away, but, uh, but I've, I found a way to use them as opposed to get stressed out by them, <laughs> the nerves. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll tell you, when when Frankie Valley and Bob Gotti were watching us from the audience, though, I was just a little more nervous than normal. That was uh, <laughs> quite thrilling. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I was yes, I was the closing Bob Gaudio, but I, I only got to do the show for about four months, three and a half months, unfortunately, and then it uh, it closed. But uh, it was still a, one of the highlights of my professional career, and I uh, I loved every second of it. I love being on stage.
0: Yeah, I bet it's it, it's such a special it's such a special show, and now it has. After it closed, it had a life. It has a life off Broadway and yeah. very, very.
1: A lot pop. of the same guys from uh, from the touring cast and like, uh, yeah, I uh, I miss doing it honestly. That's one of my favorite my favorite uh, jobs
0: ever. Oh, that's that's great. And um, if you had to choose, do you have sort of a dream role on Broadway that you would like to play? Or if you had the chance
1: Mm -mm 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 -mm. i'd love to be the the king in hamilton one day that'd be fun (laughs) that's a good one i could see that yeah yeah um yeah i don't know i mean i feel like when broadway comes back full force we're probably going to have a new slate of shows you know or or a lot of a lot of new different ones so i'm just excited to see what's what's going to be out there you know and uh you know, I, I live in California, so mm-hmm. it, you know it would have to be the right show to lure me back to New York. As much as I love New York, you know, my whole life is in California. So, yeah, yeah, no, that well that's we great. because
0: of all those great songs. That would be oh, I like that name. You know, maybe I all day I, all that long. would be great. You know, you know that would be that would be awesome if anyone's watching. You know that or Hamilton. I could see you in either. You know, you're just so talented. Um, so you you you've also done a, as a lot of TV and movies. What is the main difference because all I know for some people they don't realize, you know, acting is different from stage and screen. What is the main difference when you are doing something on screen compared to on the stage, you know, for the TV and film compared to uh, a Broadway stage or concert?
1: Uh I uh... I don't, I don't like when people say somebody's a stage actor or a screen actor necessarily because I think an actor is an actor. You know, mm-hmm. it's just a matter of, you know, bringing it up or down, you know, a, a notch, really. Right. You know, the camera get, catches so much more than the back row of the audience. But yes. the intention is the same. You know, the, the, the scene you're in, the people that you're genuinely trying to connect with are the same. So um, yeah, I've been really fortunate to to get to do both uh uh, the main difference to me is not the how the how the acting is different it's just a schedule you know like theater is like eight shows a week but you work three hours a day and then you can go home and go to the gym and have dinner and you know kind of live your life whereas these films that i do you know maybe shoot for like three weeks but furiously 12 hours a day you know go home go to sleep get up rinse and repeat like you don't really get a break um so it's intense in a different way i
0: guess mm-hmm. but um, but they're both fun yeah and i'm sure I'm are really, there, I'm working <laughs> yeah i'm sure are there nerves just as much as when the camera gets ready to sort of roll just like there is when you uh, step onto the stage Wait, say or, that one time? do you get the same nerves um when the camera is getting ready to roll that you would on stage or is it different or
1: yeah, it's a little different just because uh, you know you can always you know, you, you don't get a lot of takes in film and TV, but mm-hmm. you, know, you can at least get one more if you if you mess up horribly, whereas, you know, on stage the show must go on. So, right. um, yeah, the pressure, is, the pressure level is a little different, but, you yeah, know, it depends on what the scene
0: is and who's in the scene with you and what you're doing. So, yeah. Um, Yeah, Yeah. I've I've always been fascinated by sort of that difference. That's why I I ask, because I do know and I used to perform when I was younger. And that was sort of a big thing. I know a lot of people always spoke about was, you know, acting for TV and the camera was different than acting for sort of the stage. So I always find that interesting. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, during this time, have you during quarantine, have you taken up any special hobbies or skills or anything? You know, I know a lot of people have been baking breads and (laughs) I'm not
1: the greatest greatest cook. So not that Uh, Mm -hmm. I I've really just been focusing on fatherhood. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's my big skill, my big Uh task. And then uh, and then recording, just writing and recording like, you know, nothing terribly different than what i was doing before just more intensely right yeah and like and also uh non-alcoholic craft beers i've re- gotten into recently um because i love beer i love the taste of beer uh and you know there sometimes i drink too much so so <laughs> I took a little corner and uh found all these amazing crap breweries that make non-alcoholic beer that literally tastes like you can't you can't tell so wow. i want that flavor i don't want that hangover that's
0: my new hobby. I did not know. That's something I didn't know. I didn't know that they made non-alcoholic craft beers. That is very... Tons now. Yeah, it's a whole, wow.
1: whole thing. So
0: wow.
1: I don't make it, but I love drinking it. That's
0: great. Well, I, I was going to say, your your baby is absolutely adorable. Uh, you that's post on right. social media. is absolutely adorable. What have you learned um, in fatherhood? What's been sort of the most special thing that you've learned um about yourself or that you are realizing that maybe you didn't know. I know when people have a kid, they see a new outlook on life and
1: yeah, it's just made me more present. And, uh, and the, the thing, the little things that are not that important don't really matter at the end of the day that used to maybe irk me. Uh, I, I can let go easier. Um, that being said, it's, you know, it's very frustrating at times, uh, you know, the lack of sleep sometimes the, the tantrums, you know, but it's, I'm, you know, I, you got to remind yourself just like how, what a miracle it is that you get to experience this. So, um, I, 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 yeah, I guess I, I, am different every day. Some days I, I learn my, I learn my lesson in patience and other days I revert and, uh, <laughs> lash out at some, you know, Amy or something. And then I feel bad about it. And then, you know, it, I'm, I'm human. Exactly. You know, I can do my best every day. Like every like exactly.
0: It's you're, you're human. That's all you can, you know, it's all you can say is you, you do your best and you know, nobody's perfect. What, if, what advice would you give to uh, aspiring performers, young performers that are, um, you know, wanting to get into the field you were, they want to either start writing or performing but they're stuck or maybe they don't know where to begin I know it's easier today in the digital world but what advice would you give to younger creatives
1: yeah just don't wait for permission you know like you have to really especially now with the bar of entry being so low because of um youtube and tiktok and just you know you can get your content out there so much easier than I could Mm -hmm. 20 years ago um But that being said, it's got to be really compelling because there's so much of it, you know, like, how do you sift through all of the people that that want an audience, you know, and like, um, so yeah, so I think authenticity is just really all that matters now. Like, if you really, really have something interesting going on in any way, whether it's music or acting or something, and you are authentic, and people, people can sense that. And, uh, you know, it will come naturally, how and when it should come. You know, you can't really, you can't really force it. Right. But I, like you said, just don't wait for the phone to ring, like go out there and like right. get your hustle on, you know?
0: Yeah. And in a way it's interesting because I feel like in today's current world in this, you know, in sort of the last four or five years, it's become so overly saturated with, you know, social media. It's so hard. I feel like it was different maybe 10 years ago. There wasn't social media. There wasn't, um, as much social media. So people could be discovered more. I always find it interesting nowadays. It's, I feel like, you know, you've got to really stand out. And as you said, you got to be authentic, but there's so much to sift through, as you said, that it's, I feel like um, that maybe you have to work a little bit harder.
1: Social media is a tool, but yeah. it can be a distraction. So, you know, you just need to be really aware of like, not just how you're using it, but what it's, how it's using you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? um, it's fun, but you know, if it really, if it's really taken away from like what your creative is, then you know, keep an eye on that. I for, for, sure.
0: for sure. Well, as we get ready to wrap up here, Drew, was there anything that I didn't mention that you would like to talk about, or anything you'd like to plug that I d- didn't get a chance to? I always like to. Ask no, no, not not particularly.
1: Just. Okay. Uh, I have a I have a song coming out uh on the twenty sixth with a, a buddy of mine, uh the Ville, uh that I'm singing on. And I'm hoping to release a new song every month or so throughout the rest of the year. Uh so if people want to check me out on Spotify, that'd be cool. And uh yeah, other than that, just you know, be cool, everybody. Where
0: can, yes, where can we follow
1: you on your social medias and websites and uh, my my Instagram and my Twitter is just my name, just at Drew Seeley, and uh, my Facebook is at Official Drew Seeley, and uh, yeah, I have a website, but don't go there. I never really update it; it's kind of, <laughs> kind of useless. <laughs> and then, yeah, and just like yeah, Spotify and Cameo too, if you guys ever want. Cameo, yes. And- <laughs> And what was that? Broadway Plus. Yes.
0: And Broadway Plus as well. Yes, Broadway Plus. Well, Drew, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me. This was so wonderful. I quite enjoyed it. Um, I adore you. I think you are such a great performer. And uh, it was incredible to talk with you. So thanks for giving your time. And I cannot wait to see what the future holds for you. Thank you. Likewise for you. Thank you. Enjoy that beautiful fall day behind you. Hi, friend. It's Rye Myers, your Broadway and Entertainment BFF. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Live with Rye, the podcast. I hope you got value out of it. Hey, do me a big favor. Download this episode and make sure you subscribe to this podcast and also leave me a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. The more five-star ratings and review that I have, the better this podcast does. So I need your help and support. So make sure you leave that five-star rating and review wherever you get your podcast and hey if you want to watch this episode or all my other podcast episodes in video form you can click the link in the show notes to go to my youtube channel where you can see all of these episodes in video form it's really really cool so make sure you head over there to watch this in full video form as well well thank you so much for watching and i will see you next thursday for another episode of live with rye the podcast make sure you keep it locked here for all episodes of live with rye the podcast thanks so much and have a great night